with, that shows how much respect they have for McGill and how dedicated they are to stopping him early. Well, I think you want you want to give uh, Fortenberry that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see what he does. Daigle's down here on the numbers uh, in that red jersey looking to get some action, and then they're going to spread out top. D.J. Burks on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, let's see what happens. Carson Jones takes the snap, gives it to McGill. No, he keeps it. He's off and running 2015. Going to go ahead forward to the 10-yard line. Carson Jones off and running. A little read option. There's going to be a little excessive conduct, or contact there on William Blunt. That's going to go even further. And uh, really good play. He had us all fooled. I mean, I didn't think we came in early saying, can Carson Webb Jones run as good as uh, – as a quarterback last year, in that time, he looked to be just about similar. Not the same height as Kate Not Chambers, the same height, that's but, very true. but he definitely pushed the pile. And, and I think he pushed the pile and pushed the issue enough that they grabbed a hold of that face mask. Yep. They're uh, picking some laundry up. We'll see mm -hmm. what the call is. But I think it's face mask on the governor. Yep. Going to tack on a half a distance to the goal. They're going to set up on the six. That's great. First and goal from the six-yard line. 5-13 to go here in the first quarter. Ball on the six-yard line. Red Rebels in red jerseys looking to get in the end zone. Carson Jones shotgun. Parker McGill to his right side. Two receivers to the left. Nick Daigle to the right. That's going to be off. Fall start by William Blunt. It's going to be offsides on the defense. William Blunt's looking at each other going, come on, guys. Yeah, I mean, this uh, Maribel's showing up a bunch of different looks, and William Blunt's having a little bit of trouble there, making some careless errors, and that's how you do not play against Maribel. You do not want to make careless mistakes like this. Give him too easy uh, a couple yards there towards the end. I like what I'm going to call the jumbo set in here. You've got, you've got Jackson Phillips. Uh, you've got Parker McGill. And then you also have Keyshawn Harper Keyshawn. in there. I think they're about to go Rhino. Yep. And then, look, you got – you got two threats out wide. You got Daigle and you got Fortenberry out wide. So we'll see who gets the ball here. Man, it's pick your poison right here. I like the setup. No, Carson Jones is still in there. Daigle is does not have a man on him. Well, we're gonna Daigle see is wide open. They're gonna put uh, they're gonna put number twenty five in motion. They're gonna give it to McGill and he goes straight ahead. Touchdown, Rebels! Boy, what a play! I mean, they left they left uh, Daigle wide open and. Uh, there you go. The boys from NFHS were talking about yeah. how they thought McGill was a 50-50 shot of getting that first touchdown. There enough, McGill, the first strike of the 2020 season, hopefully of many more. Absolutely, and he was he was dominant in that in that take ahead forward. Yeah, no one was stopping him. Wait, you got to credit the offensive line there. That was they opened up the Red Seas on that one. Absolutely, Corbin Price to tee it up. Kick is up. Kick is good. Your new score as the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Your Maribel Red Rebels 7, the visiting William Blunt Governor 0. We'll be back in just a minute. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet.
2020 has been anything but normal, but I tell you, that right there was as normal as it gets. Parker McGill into the end zone for a 7-0 lead for your Red Rebels. 7-0 is your score. 4.37 to go here in the first quarter of play, and the Red Rebels in red jerseys kick it off. Jude Ellison alongside Wayne Kaiser. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 and 1400 AM and streaming at WGAP Radio. Dot com, But, Jude, man, uh, that looked like money. That was fundamentally yeah. sound. That was uh, well executed. Very and so. Carson Jones drove that offense mm-hmm. down the field. But uh, here we go. Uh, looks like who's going to tee this thing up? Number 89. That's going to be Charles Trentham. Yeah, he's listed as 94 on the old list, but they've uh, switched him over to 89 there for tonight. Put him on 89. As long as he knocks it about 89, we'll be good with that. It looks to be a little squib master. He'll get it down in underneath the 20. Here we go. Kick is up and away. It is a squibber. It's going to bounce inside and go all the way down and go out of bounds at about the five-yard line. There's going to be flags on the play. That one's going to come out a little bit more. It can go to the, is it uh, like college going to the 35? 35. Yep. So, I mean, almost got it. Uh, not quite, though. That's where Clemmer and, and the, the governor offense is going to set up with a hole to yeah. dig out of. And, hey, William Blunt, their first drive, as our listeners couldn't hear, but they, they had a few good plays. Maryville threw a little uh, a curveball at them and really got to the backfield and just kind of ruined their drive. They did pick up a first down, so they were definitely moving. Absolutely. Defense for Maryville not going to have Lou Birchfield in the mix, but, uh, again, was able to stop William Blunt there early on. But Clemmer looks to the sideline to get the play. He's going to run three receivers to the left, one to the right and running back into his right hip pocket. He's got what he needs. He's going to take the snap. He's going to step back, two-step drop, and unload, and he's going to try to run under it, and way to go, D.J. Burks, timing the hit and knocking that thing loose. Incomplete is Clemmer's first pass. It'll be second and ten. Maribel, they're showing a lot of new faces out there on defense that we didn't see last year, and even some boys playing both sides of the ball. And uh, they're really stepping up. They're playing well. D.J. Burks just bolts in there, almost gets the pick. And uh, just couldn't quite come down with it. A lot of contact there, but a clean play by Burks. Absolutely. He, he wastes no time, gets back in the play, but now they look to the side. They're that set-up and then look kind of team. Yep. Uh, and Clemmer is doing just that. Again, three receivers to the left, one to the right. And, again, number six is in his, in his left hip pocket this time, Bryston Williams. Looks like they're going to give it to Williams. He's going to cut back left, and, and Maryville's defense had a good eye on him, but he got through two tackles and was brought down at the 39. Slipped past the grip there of Zach Braden and was able to pick up a few yards there. But uh, Maryville, you know what? They're showing a lot of different things towards William Blunt. They were showing blitz and pulled back. Uh, Daigle, normally in wide receivers, playing safety tonight, as well as Noah Vaughn on corner. You know, so, that, uh, that's something Coach Hunt says. Yeah. He says the best will play at each position. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemmer's going to mix it up. Receivers to the right, trips right, and one to the left. Going to have uh, Bryston there right next to him, Bryston Williams. They look to the sideline to get the signal. Offensive line stays head down. He's going to change the play. Looks to the left, looks to the right, gets everybody cleaned up. And I don't think they've got time to get it done. So they're going to take a timeout. William Blunt, timeout. Let's take one right here on Rebel Radio. Uh, you're listening to the Twin City Certified of Maryville Game of the Week. And brought to you by Blunt Broadcasting. So, again, uh, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. The gloves are coming off. 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 We taking no loss at any you know. And welcome back to Jim Renfro Field at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Uh, right here on the campus of Maryville High School as William Lutt had to take a timeout because they couldn't get the playoff, and now they're back out on the field to try to target a third and six from their own 38 here in the first quarter. 343 is what remains in the first quarter. Your Red Rebels lead seven to nothing. Big third down and six here for William Blount. Let's see if they can convert. Uh, Trey Clemmer scrambled for one there in the first possession, and uh, let's see if he can't. he has a little trick up his sleeve with three wide. The format is the same. Bryson Williams in the backfield. Trips right, one to the left. And he's going to get a high snap. He's going to give it to Bryson Williams. And he is snuffed in the backfield. Dropped for a loss there on the 32-yard gun. Loss of three on the play. And Well, they're going to give him forward progress at line of scrimmage. But uh, I think that's generous to say the least. Fourth and sixth upcoming. Big stand for the Rebel defense. Yeah, Hagan Webb just really blew up that play. And, uh, he had nowhere to go. Hagen was in the backfield as, as about the time he got the ball, so nowhere to go. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, that's, that's another, that's a remnant of last year's defense. Still a lot of strong players on this team. Again, they're going to get that pooch kick over. He's going to step right, get all the pressure on him, and then get it away. Fair catch called for and made by Mr. Nick Daigle on Maryville's side of the field, the 29-yard line, where they'll set up shop. Uh, here, first and 10, ball on their own 29. Three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. I tell you what, man, William Blunt's playing with fire because Noah Vaughn was in that backfield. If he wasn't in <laughs> uh, a little Australian style there, take a few steps to the right, I think Noah Vaughn gets that ball. As we're as they're setting up this first play, I want to thank Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa, and Volunteer Home Mortgage for their for their faithful sponsorship of Rebel Radio. But as uh, uh oh, we've got a little little trickeration here. As Burks is going to keep the football on the Wildcat, he's going to go right and mow over some some governors and get ahead to the 39-yard line. Going to pick up 10 on the play, and that should be enough for a Rebel first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, what a play by uh, D.J. Burks. I mean, he just really just trucked this number one. for uh, That's Tyler Owens. But it looks like we got a little foul there. Uh, maybe Maribel oh. got a little bit too handsy with the jersey there. He got a little free for a reason, maybe. As uh, DJ Burke's in there at a little wildcat, I think it had uh, William Blunt off guard a little bit and uh, continued to do just that. Yeah, I mean, uh, just really caught him off guard. Maribel, uh withholding that penalty, you know what I mean? They're really setting up. But even first down and 16, I think they're still in a position to really do something uh, big here. Oh, yeah, I think I think with the uh, the options that they have, again, haven't had to go forward a lot, haven't had to push the issue downfield, so I think Fortenberry should still be an option, Daigle down deep. So Carson Jones in the shotgun. He has Mr. Noah Vaughn behind him. He's going to step back, a little dump-off pass to Noah Vaughn. He's off and running to the 30, to the 35, and running. 37, 39-yard lines where he's going to get to. generous with him, yeah. Should be enough for a Rebel first down. Yeah, Isaiah Norman really laid a big hit on Noah Vaughn, and he was really trucking. I mean, 
Uh, looks like it's just going to be a few inches short. They might even measure this thing. I don't know. It's going to be close. Looks like they're the, going to give it to him. Right. There goes the first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's got to be discouraging for William Blunt as they, they felt like they had the Rebels hemmed up deep in their own, and uh, and a little dump-off pass gets the makes the difference. Parker McGill back in the backfield to Carson Jones' right hip pocket. They're slipping Jackson Phillips in motion. Here goes Parker McGill. He's got some room. He gets across the 45, cross midfield, and down at the 49-yard line of William Blunt. 2.22 to go here in the first quarter of play, and the Rebels are in William Blunt territory. Yeah, I mean, Maribel is just really trucking. Uh, William Blunt really doesn't have an answer as of yet to uh, to the Rebels. They've got a little bit of pressure on on Mr. Carson Jones, but really not much. And look at this, Markel Fortmary creates a signal. He's one-on-one with no help safety. So this uh, is that number 19, I believe. No, number one, excuse me. Uh, that's Tyler Owens. So, I mean, he's got one-on-one with no help defense. Let's see what happens here. Let's throw it down Bobby Brown as Carson Jones rips it. He's going to look to unload. He throws across the flat to Markel Fortenberry. He gets across the 35 to the 30, 25-20, and drugged down from behind by number 56. Saved the touchdown. Number 56 for William Blunt is uh, – I don't see him on our roster. He's not listed, no. Well, I tell you, he made a heck of a play for me not to say his name. Yeah, I tell you what, that was a play. That was a, one of the best plays William Blunt's had all night. What I about mean, the zip on Carson oh, Jones' wow, yeah. pass right there? That was nice. A little three-step drop, and Markel, you can tell they're in sync. You know, I mean, early, I talked to Carson Jones one day. I said, who's your favorite target? He said, with a smile on his face, Markel. So, I mean. <laughs> I think when you've got that length advantage, yeah. you, you can throw it up. And look, Markel, wide, uh, one-on-one coverage again. Cut him across the middle. He's going to roll to the right. He's going to look to get it to Jackson Phillips. Jackson Phillips wants to step outside. He does. But gets drugged down at about the 11-yard line. Looks like that's going to be a six-yard pickup on first down. It's going to bring up second and four. Second and four from the 11. Uh, again, 108 left to go here in the first quarter. Your score, Maribel seven, William Blunt zero, and and the Rebels are trying to change that fact. Yeah, I mean Maribel's really driving right now. Uh, I mean William Blunt. They're really committing to stopping the run. They're leaving a few guys wide open with no help. D. I mean, we'll see what happens here as Carson Jones gets the snap. He's going to do an option, keep it himself. He's going to touch it in. Jones. Touchdown! Five, four, three, two, one. Touchdown, Grebels. Carson Jones. He has announced his presence as the starter right here. Wayne steps aside for one second, and he's in the end zone. I mean, that was quick. I tell you, I turned around to drop something in the bag. <laughs> hey, if that's what I got to do for the Rebels to score, but the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. The Rebels have scored 13 to nothing. Your new score, and Corbin Price looks to tee it up to make it 14. The hand is up. The kick is up, and it's yep. good. 14 to nothing. Your score with 43.3 ticks to go here in the first quarter of play. Your Red Rebels over the William Blunt Governors at home, right here on Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Oh, 
welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Marable High School where your Red Rebels are ahead 14 to nothing after a big time play. Six plays, 71 yards, two minutes, 17 second time of possession. And the scoreboard reads 14 to nothing in favor of the Red Rebels. Jude Ellison, myself, Wayne Kaiser on the call here for Marable High School. Welcome to 2020, but the same old things happen. Marable scores, the other teams don't. Yeah, I mean, Maribel just really uh, pushing the envelope here. I mean, they're doing uh, they're doing what's worked. They're doing a lot of uh, running game, a lot of good passing game, and uh, a little a little run, a little speed option there, making us look like we're lo- <laughs> looking at the old days of Oregon or something like that. As we tee it up to kick it off, there goes Mr. Trenum again. Charles Trenum's going to kick it away. Ooh. Bobbles the, the the kickoff. He picks it back up right about the ten yard line and and struggles ahead to about the fifteen, and the Rebels push him. Back near the seven, but he's going to get forward progress at about the 18-yard line where William Blunt will set up shop. Boy, as soon as he picked that ball up, he was just he was just hammered. Uh, I believe uh, number 83. That's going to be Jason Manneker, a sophomore. Uh, he's getting the start tonight uh, with Lou Birchfield's absence, so uh, he's really making the most out of it. They've got him as kind of like a little. Uh, the end, as well as dropping back into the linebacker position occasionally. You see Fortenberry's out there playing Fort a little little playing. DB. Travis Rears out there, number nine here. Eli Hames, a sophomore. He's listed as wide receiver DB. He's in there for Daigle right now. Thought Clemmer was going to go under center, but no, he's going to step back out to the shotgun. Got Bryston Williams next to him. Trips left. And then got Bister number 14, Joe Matosin to the right. He's going to look to unload and nearly intercepted by number nine uh, for the Rebels. Eli Hames, but uh, overthrew his target was Clemmer, and uh, incomplete was the result. First and 10 turned second and 10 from their own 18. Hames almost made a play on that ball, just a hard ball to catch. He was basically at his feet by the time it got to him, but uh, defensive line really got a, a lot of push right there, and they're just rushing three right now, and they're really getting a lot of work in there. Of course, they're mixing up the linebackers occasionally as Trey Clemmer Looks to the sideline here. Yeah, looks like Nick Daigle got looked at on the sideline, but he's back up and moving. So we'll uh, we'll watch that situation as it develops. The clamor in the shotgun. He's going to take the snap, roll to the left, look to deliver. He's going to go over the middle, complete the pass. I didn't get the number, number but he one. was number one for Tyler Owen. Tyler Owen uh, for for the William Blunt Governors. He is dropped when he catches it, but not before he gets to the 33. Enough for a first down for William Blunt, and they move the change. 14 ticks is all that remains. They may get one more play here in the first quarter. Your score, 14-0 Rebels. Clemmer wants to get another one off. Six, five, Not gonna four, be and they're just going to let this clock run out and flip field. So we're going to do so as well, but not before we thank some of our sponsors, our halftime sponsor for, for our broadcast, Whitlock & Company PC, uh, Twin City Certified of Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsor, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Bob Ramsey, for State Representative District 20, paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, uh, Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville, El Himidor, Common Sense Pest Control, and the Grind WKVL's Morning Sports Radio Show. So, again, thanks to all those sponsors for making this thing happen, and we're going to take a break listen to these fine sponsors. At the end of one, your Maryville Red Rebels 14, the visiting William Blunt Governors 0. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. And I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. 
Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time get to searching for your next career, you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Come on! Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them Back to Maryville High School. We're at the end of one. It was 14 to nothing. And as the second quarter begins, Clemmer hands off to Bryston Williams. And he gets just ahead for a couple. It'll bring up second down for the Governors. 11.42 to go in this matchup as you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Clemmer is in the shotgun. Again, looks like he's got a new back in the backfield, but got uh, Joe Matosin out wide with the trips. Got number six in the backfield with him. No, that's Bryston Williams, but they're going to ship him from the left to the right-hand side of Mr. Clemmer. Clemmer's going to get the high snap pitch to Bryston Williams. He's going to try to get wide, not always working, for, for the uh, Governors, but it did this time as he gets ahead of the, the line of scrimmage, line to gain, and gets up to the 39-yard line where it's going to set up third and about four. Yeah, I mean, it uh, looks like a, it was going to be negative play, but uh, really scrapped it there together for William Blunt, really made a little bit of positive yards out of it. Big third down coming up here. You know, if you don't get this in Maryville scores, you're looking at being out of the game bad. I think so. I think so. Clemmer looks to the sideline. He's going to go trips left and got Joe Matosin by himself over there to the right. Joe Matosin's a great kicker and a good wide receiver, but with Markel Fortenberry on him, I mm-hmm. think there's an advantage yeah. with the red jerseys. I mean, we'll see. They say he's pretty good. Clemmer is going to maybe test the issue. He's going to fake to Bryson Williams, take it himself, go straight ahead forward. I thought he was going to get it, but it looks like he's going to be right at the line. It's going to be close. I mean, it just depends on the spot. But uh, I think that's a Maryville spot right there. I think yeah. it's going to be short. Yeah, they're giving it to him. That's uh, that, from that was here. close. I think they should have measured that one, but I don't know. Maybe Jude had a better look at it, but I swear, I mean. I thought it was close, but it looks short even now. I mean, <laughs> the marker was on the other side of the 40, what is that, 3, and it's 48. on the other side of the 42, None, I mean 43. So. Nonetheless, first down, Governors, they're gonna, they've got new life here. Let's say that. Clemmer is going to look for the play from the sideline. He's got trips left, one to the right. And Bryston Williams in the backfield. Shocker. That's the set they've been in all night. Looks like you looks like they, they, they saw something. They wanted to make an adjustment, so they're going to take a timeout. We're going to call that a El Himidor timeout, and we're going to take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP 100, 105.9 FM and streaming at WGAPradio.com.
We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com slash production to apply equal opportunity employer and welcome back to Maryville High School Jim Renfro Field where your rebels are 14 to nothing ahead of the William Blunt governors 948 to go in the second quarter of play and uh, Clemmer and William Blunt are on the drive he fakes the handoff. He gets it out to number 19, and he's got some room. He gets across the 45, up to the 47-yard line, and he's dropped by the Red Rebels. Dropped by a sophomore there, number nine, Eli Hames. I mean, he laid a, he laid a, he laid down the wood on that kid. I mean, number 19, Brandon Keeble was the wide receiver, a junior that got knocked by a sophomore, but he picks up four yards on the play. It's going to be second and six from the 47 of William Blunt. Yeah, I mean, Maribel's getting a lot of pressure inside. They're having to throw a lot of short passes. Clemmer's going to roll to the right. He's going to have some pressure, going to unload, and he, the, the receiver drops and nearly catches it on the re- rebound, uh, but it falls incomplete. Going to bring up third and six uh, on the play. 9.05 to go. I think Maribel had just as good of an opportunity to catch that as William Blunt did. Yeah, Fortenberry had a play on it, just slipped out of his hands and inadvertently almost caused it to go into the other guy's hands. So, I mean, <laughs> I tell you, that's, that's what a bizarre rain, play right That's there. what rain does it really to does, you. yeah. It's going to be third and six. Ball again on the 47 of William Blunt. They need to get to the 47 of Maribel uh, to keep this uh, keep this thing moving. Clemmer's going to get it. He's, he fakes real quick and takes off running. He's going to get across the 50. But looks, I'm seeing the 48. Looks like he's going to be about a yard yeah. short. Yeah, he moves the ball forward about a yard, and then the ref moves it right back. I tell you what, I think they're fourth and one. <laughs> I think they have to go. Yeah. Because I don't think they can stop Maribel if they give the ball up, nope. and I think they've got to keep rolling. Maybe they'll bring Matosa out here and get him to boot one he in. He can just kick it from right here. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think Clemmer keeps this. I, I think, think, that's, I think the that's the only thing that's working for them all game is, is a little Clemmer keep here, and I – I don't know. I mean, Maryville's loading the box. They've got, yeah, they're going. They're they're predicting that they're really loading out. Well, they've got one receiver off to the right. They're just going to push the pile. Maryville pushes back. I think he got and it. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're, the floodgates open. He slipped through there. They're giving him the spot. Looks like he's going to fall ahead forward to the 46 and three quarters, and uh, it's going to be enough uh, for the first down, William Blunt. Uh, got to give the effort there because Maribel sold out to stop him, and he still yeah. got the one yard. I mean, credit him. He's really he, uh, he's really been able to make some plays, this Clemmer kid. Uh, that's what being a uh, third-year starter does to you, though. You figure out how to wiggle through those tight holes and get in there. William Blunt has 25 yards rushing. I'm sure he's uh, he's a good part of that. Uh, yeah. Clemmer, again, in the shotgun formation. He's going to look to pitch to Bryson Williams. Gets it out in the flat to him. Bryson Williams going the wrong way, and there goes Hagen Webb. I think he caught him for a, maybe about a yard loss. Yeah, I mean, Eli Hames had him a little bit further back but was able to put that stiff arm down and barely make it back to the line of scrimmage where he was met by just a host of Rebels and uh, nowhere to go when Mr. Hagen Webb is staring you right in the face. Let's see where they're going to spot this thing. I thought he lost about a yard. He ran 40 to lose one. Yeah, they're really going to give it to him. And looks like he kind of messed up that little first down um, 
uh, orange little post. The thing. little placard I don't know thing. What it's called, yeah. Yeah, the little orange stripe thing. Yeah, Maribel. Somebody always stands on. Yeah, Maribel was showing blitz there, and Clemmer called over to the sideline, maybe a little adjustment. Uh, Eli. Uh, yeah, he is going to flip yeah. the the Bryston Williams protection to the left hand side of him. He's going to look to two step drop and unload. He's going to go one on one, and he gets his receiver. And Rebels have to retreat and get him down. Get him down to the two yard line. What a play! Just burner. Job yeah. Matosin outruns the DB. And just frankly beats the Maryville backfield yep. right there. That's a that's a great play for the governors. And honestly, on the money for Klemer. Last yeah. year we really gave him a hard time on his throw game. He he may have redeemed that right there. Big pass on that one. Fortenberry is forty four uh, yards on one yeah. big reception. They're going to bring out they're going to bring out Fortenberry in favor of Noah Vaughn after he just got torched on that route. I mean. That's putting it politely as well. I think so. I think I think the length advantage, he, he took advantage of that. And uh, just quite frankly, well, uh, Bryson Williams went 1-2 into the end zone. A new score. The Denzo scoreboard has just changed. The Maryville Red Rebels now lead 14-6 as William Blunt hits the end zone here in week number one. First score of 2020 and first score of week one at 934 p.m. So, again, new ball game, new score, 14-6 to in favor of the Red Rebels. Job Matosin gets his his uh, kick game on as he's going to line it up for a PAT. He gets the confirmation from Job. The kick is held and down. Job kicks, and it's good. He's a really good kicker. The scoreboard now reads, your Red Rebels 14, the visiting governor 7. Uh, we will take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. Response is what we look for from the Rebels. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice. Give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m., and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. And fire is what Joe Matosin set to the William Blunt offense as he torches uh, for 44 yards on the big reception. Bryston Williams puts it in the end zone, 14-7. Your new score in favor of Maryville. Again, want to give a little shout-out to Coach Derek Hunt, a, a new new dad again uh, there, there today as uh, he is not here tonight. Uh, Joe Robinette, Coach Joe Robinette is coaching here tonight and uh, doing a pretty good job here in a 14-7 affair. But the Rebels take the kickoff and look to go straight ahead forward. Parker McGill gets the football, running ahead, 30-35, and up to the 39-yard line, straight-ahead return, Jude, and uh, I think he's mad that William Blunt put something on the board. Yeah, and he ran every bit of that 39. I mean, he he took that ball about on the one, a little baseball catch for him. He had to get low, 
pick the ball up and just didn't miss a stride after that. He can really get up to 60 really quick. And uh, just a great play by him, great blocking, and uh, was able to just exploit the hole in the uh, in the return team there. 38-yard return on the mix. And, and again, want to thank Ken Main for all the up-to-date stats as he does a great job each and every week here for Rebel Radio. Uh, but as Carson Jones in the backfield, he puts – uh, Mr. 22 Jackson Phillip in motion. Got Noah Vaughn in the backfield. He's going to pitch to Noah. Noah gets across the 40, puts his head down, gets across the 45, and they're going to give him positive yardage up to the 40. They're going to give him the 48. He was standing at the 49 yeah. and then stepped right back. But it's going to be second and two to go. Uh, second and one looks like it. Yeah. Second and two on the scoreboard. But second and one as it stands. And we're going to see if we just push the pile. I think this is Parker all day long. I think you'd be right. Oh, no. Fake to Parker McGill. Unload in the back. And there's Nick Daigle. And Nick Daigle says, here we go. Touchdown, Rebels. Daigle Magic gets them in there. And there we go. Hey, burned them over the top. Went a little back-to-back there. And, oh, Lord. Uh, that, that is reminiscent. I mean, how that's that's AJ Davis worthy. That's that's this is 2020, and Nick yeah. Daigle said, "I'm here." I'll be on his Snapchat story later tonight. I'm sure. Absolutely. 6:15 to go here in the second quarter, and the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. Nick Daigle scores on a long touchdown pass, and uh, the new score 20 to seven in favor of the Rebels. A Corbin Price field goal attempt is up and good. 21 to seven, your new score as the Rebels have lit it up. And they put back points on the scoreboard. 21 to 7, your new score. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM and streaming WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. The original sports page, now in its 42nd year as the sports voice of Blunt County, comes to you every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. from the Blue Tick Tavern in downtown Maryville. Listen on WKVL 100.9 FM or 8.50 a.m. and watch on Facebook at the sports page TN. Hosted by Mike Edwards, Donnie Moore, and Charlie Paleo, and featuring UT legends Lon Hersburn and Ray Trail. Highlighted by features by Marcus Fitzsimmons and Troy Provo Heron of the Daily Times. The Sports Page, Saturday at 10 a.m. on 100.9 FM and 8.50 a.m. The Sports Page, bringing you the best in local sports. Nick Daigle knew about his moment with 6.14 to go. He hadn't seen the end zone yet with 6.15 to go. He's all over it. I tell you, Nick Daigle was on it, and Carson Jones, give him the give him the Emmy for the fake. I mean, it was Parker McGill all day. I believed it. You believed it. And then he unloads uh, to Mr. Daigle. Big-time touchdown. Yardage on that last play. Trying to see right here for Mr. Ken. 52 yards. Mr. Daigle is announced here in 2020. Corbin Price, or no, no, Trenum, Charles Trenum to tee it off. He kicks again. Nice kick deep. Going to be fielded at the five. No, dropped at the five, picked up at the four, and he's going to try to make something of it. Gets ahead to the 15-yard line, and that's where he will be dropped by the Red Rebel special teams. Man, uh, they are having a hard time with uh, Charles Trenum's kicks. Yeah, I mean, I think he puts a little bit of like a wobble on puts it, a little almost like a little, uh, like a little knuckleball or something. Just the, the ball just kind of flat and uh, doesn't move much. And uh, I think that's what um, this Maribel team likes is to pin them in between that ten and the uh, and goal line instead of just trying to kick it into the end zone. You know, maybe uh, they don't get it past the twenty-five, and in this case, they didn't. Want to give a little shout out to Common Sense Pest Control as Nick Daigle scorched through the red zone, uh, the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. 
Again, Clemmer high snaps going to get it over to Bryston Williams, and he's going to look ahead forward, and, and looks like he's going to lose about a half yard. Hagen Webb again on the play. He's really just been hounding uh, this William Blunt offense. And, you know, William Blunt, their uh, O-line had just a millisecond open on that, had a hole open down there, and uh, I think the uh, the high snap really cost him there. Defense is is doing work right here. One play is all that they'd like to have back. Your score, 21-7, to 5.36 to go. 77 for William Blunt. That's going to be Landon Edwards, a junior. He uh, he got a little jumpy there and uh, hopped offside. Not necessarily when they want their name called. They'll nope. back up uh, a few yards on that one and set up a second and uh, a little bit. Second and 15 from about the 10, maybe 9.5. 5.30 to go here in the first half of play here, week number one as Maryville is hosting the William Blunt Governors on Jim Renfro Field. A little lightning delay uh, is why we are just nearing halftime, uh, but nonetheless the fireworks have showed up here later into the night here at Maryville High School. McClemmer gets the snap, three-step drop, unloads down low. D.J. Burke says, thank you very much, interception at midfield. There you go, D.J. Burke snags it. It was it was thrown it was for DJ. Right him, yeah. <laughs> it was thrown for DJ. Overthrow his, his wide receivers. A nice looking ball, yeah. but again, just sailed on him. And DJ, uh, he just played center field right there. Yeah. I think Clemmer really put everything he had behind it, and that was just a little bit too much. I mean, the arm strength was just too much for Clemmer, right into the hands of a hungry DJ Burks. Absolutely, probably the same length as the uh, as the Matosin throw. Yeah. But unfortunately, Matosin went down there. So uh, DJ Burks gives it back to the Red Rebels, and again, an opportunity uh, to put a, a stranglehold on this football game. 21 to seven is your score. 5:03 to go here in the first half of play. Carson Jones looks to the sideline. Looks like they are going to take a timeout. Timeout, Red Rebels. We're going to take one with them. You're listening. That is a that is a El Himidor timeout. We're going to take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, as the Red Rebels are back in black pants. But red jerseys is what they sit up top. Red jerseys, white numerals, as they have opened up 2020 with a 21-7 lead over the visiting William Blunt Governors. Timeout by the Rebels. They're back out on the field and looking to survey the field. Carson Jones, two receivers to the left, one to the right, and puts looks like Noah Vaughn in motion. They're going to dump it out to Noah. He's going to get across the 45, across the 50. Spin move, puts the washers on, and gets across the 45-yard line of William Blunt uh, to be a nice play, a pickup of 12, 
and enough for a Red Rebel first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Norman, I, Norman Isaiah there was on the tackle, and uh, Noah Vaughn just put on the spin cycle there. He put a heavy load in and uh, really <laughs> turned on and uh, got the first down there. Yeah, no need to weigh the dishes. He knew what he was about to do. But Carson Jones sits there with Parker McGill to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to actually give it to Parker McGill. A little stutter step, push ahead forward, and he's going to pick up two and a half on the pickup. Going to pick up second. Second and seven, maybe. Ball on the 41-yard line, 42-yard line. Uh, and it's going to be force 15 to go here in the second quarter. And they're just uh, they're matriculating right along, not looking to really uh, give this thing back to William Blunt, trying to just get uh, made, made it on down there uh, here with four minutes to go. Carson Jones clear backfield. And he's going to definitely throw here. He looks to survey the field, rolls to the right. Now he's going to keep it. He gets across the 40, across the 35, and steps out of bounds at the 33-yard line. I tell you, shifty, quick are words that I would use for Carson Jones, words I didn't know that I needed. Hey, and Carson Jones, you know, he was going to get tackled in the backfield until Parker McGill had an amazing block to open up the field, and Mr. Jones just uh, ran right on through and picked up the first down. Hey, I tell you, he knows where he wants to get to, and he doesn't think about it. He just gets there. Uh, DJ Burks was out there doing some uh, doing some decoy work, and uh, Nick Daigle's going to line up to the right-hand side. Parker McGill in the backfield. Jackson Phillips in the slot. He's going to move, looks like Hagen Webb. Wow. Over to the left-hand side. Shotgun snap. They're going to hand it to Parker McGill. He's a blocker. He's going to get across the 30, across the 25-20. It's to the pylon. 15-10-5. Touchdown, Rebels. Parker McGill got the Jets. How shifty, too. I mean, he made two amazing cuts. And uh, Maribel switched it up, put in Hagen Webb, and he uh, laid a crucial block. Parker McGill said, let me do the rest here, Hagen, and I'll uh, I'll take it to the house. Here's the thing. He, Parker McGill said, it's going to be you or me to the pylon, and I'm putting my money on me. And Parker McGill beats him. 3.52 on the clock, and the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. 27-7, to 7, your new score at Jim Renfro Field. The Red Rebels look to make it 28. The kick is up. The kick is good. 28-7, to 7, your new score. 3.52 to go in the half, and your Red Rebels have responded. We'll take a break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. WGAP, 1400 AM, Maryville, and 105.9 FM, Maryville, and WLOD, 1140 AM, Loudoun, and 104.7 FM, Loudoun. Pure country. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. The gloves are coming off. Well, I tell you, if Parker McGill was a frying pan, you'd leave the gloves on because he was scorching hot as he headed to the end zone. Parker McGill ripped off a huge run uh, that that led uh, to what is now a 28-7 advantage for your Red Rebels and a deficit that the William Blunt Governors have 352 to try to dig out of said hole. 
Looks like Trenum is going to kick this one away. Kick is up and away. He is going to look to field it at the five. He takes it this time and runs straight ahead forward. 20, 25, 30, 35. Ball is out. And we're going to see. Looks like there's a lot of people think they have it. It's going to stay with William Blount, I believe. It's going to stay with the governors. Everybody got up saying, well, we tried. So, again, 83 for the Red Rebels is walking off pretty ginger. 83 is going to be um, Jason Manneker. Manneker, yeah. Jason Manneker. We don't need to lose bodies no. in this situation. 3.40 to go here in the second quarter. 28-7 to seven your score. First and 10 governors from the 36. Caleb Graham's going to be ran out for uh, uh, number eight. Who is that? Cannon Johnson is going to come into the slot here. I tell you, they're in the same formation they've been in all night. Trips to the left. Bryson Williams in the backfield. Clemmer fakes to Williams and looks to deliver to number one for William Blunt. He gets across midfield, enough for the first down, and then gets tackled by the Red Rebels. Number one, Tyler Owen, uh, a big target for Clemmer, and uh, he he uh, he kind of found a spot in that backfield. Yeah, this passing game is actually really working for William Blunt. They're getting... Uh, Decent protection, and Clemmer's having to step up a little bit when he feels that pressure, but he's being able to find his targets in the midfield. I think that's a seasoned quarterback for you. He's going to give it to Bryston Williams right there. He runs into the back of his offensive line and has to regroup, gets across the line of scrimmage and up ahead forward to the 40-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of six on first down, and it's going to be second and four upcoming. Three minutes to go uh, in the second quarter as the clock continues to tick. William Blunt has used two of their timeouts. They'd probably like to have those back now as the clock is working against them. Bunch formation to the right. Clemmer looks to pitch it, gets it to Bryston Williams, and it comes up a little. He he makes something more than what he had over there, and he gets across the first down marker and gets up to the 31-yard line, 32-yard line, and it's going to be a pickup of 14 on the play, and it's going to be a first down governor's. And he grabbed the ball really at his knees. I mean, it was not the best pitch by Clemmer. No, he made but, the uh, most of that play. And he's made the he's made the most of two straight failed plays, basically, and uh, has managed to scrap out first downs. That was a credit to him. Absolutely. Clemmer's going to take the high snap again. He's going to keep it himself, run straight ahead forward, get across the 30-yard line, and then get pushed back after a pickup to the 28. It's going to be a pickup of four on first down. Bring up second and six. Ball on the 28. 2-10 is what remains here in the first first half of play. Yeah, number 83 there. He was walking off a little bit gingerly, and he's back in the game. That's uh, Jason Manneker. He's gotten a lot of starts here with uh, Mr. Lou Birchfield out. Lou Birchfield is uh, is needed on that defense. Clemmer rolls to the right. He's going to have some pressure from Hanneker. Hanneker, I think he was across the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball, but incomplete nonetheless, so it's going to bring up third and seven. Uh, on uh, on this last drive. Probably the best thing could have happened right there. I think uh, clock stoppage is good for William Blunt. 146 to go here in this one. And uh, a big third down for the Governors. I think this is four-down territory for them as well. Well, yeah, I was going to say they might be able to kick the ball from here. I don't know. I mean, it seems to be in the range. We saw a very deep one uh, but over it, there last year. I do not believe it went in, though. But at 28-7, to seven, do you worry about threes? I mean, I don't know if you put the score to 14 here if it makes any much difference. <laughs> Chris says practice. We talking about practice? I don't know why um, they don't run more of these little slant routes. This seems to be open all game, but uh, they're really they're really going with the running game here. So. Well, and, and I think I think they're they're playing to Maryville's defense because they're really pushing the issue. Clemmer, another high snap near. Oh! 
TJ Burks. I'm sorry, but number four, number four, Zach Gardner is still going to be feeling that here in a couple of days. DJ Burks, DJ Burks rocked him. He's down. Zach Gardner, I mean, he took a he took a lick, and yeah. and and like I said, it, it wouldn't shock me if something was rattled because yeah. uh, DJ Burks just timed it. I you know, it was rough, but I think it was on yeah. it. I think he was trying to disrupt the pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just a football play there. It just happened to be just crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's got his done. Yeah, his uh, ball ball thrown by Clemmer was a little bit high, so left that uh, rib cage a little bit exposed there for the attack of DJ Burks. Uh, DJ Burks came in there hot, and, and again lit him up, and, and looks like he's up and away. So yeah, just knocked the breath out of him, and uh, and they'll come back out. This yeah. is fourth and seven. And, Mr. Matosa, uh, it looks like he's going to be putting the foot to the ball. We're going to see if Joe can hit it. He's going to be lined up at the thirty-six, so that's going to be a forty-six yard attempt for Mr. Matosin. Chip shot, maybe, for this guy. Yeah. Maryville looks to be playing the fake here. Dropping yep. a few guys back, seeing what's going to happen. The ball is down. The kick is up. Got a lot of leg to it. And Joe Matosin oh. missed it. Missed it to the left. I thought it had it, but... uh. Yeah, it had the leg, just mm-hmm. not the accuracy. Again, an interesting angle. It was on the right yeah. hash. So, with 133 to go here in the in the first half of play, your score remains 28 to seven on the Denzo scoreboard. But you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. We'll be right back, folks. Do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home owned and home operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 164-1325. Oh, wow. Great bumper to come into because Parker McGill, he wants it all. Parker McGill gets the ball on first down. He goes from, I think he gets 16 yards on that that first down carry, and he's going to get some more. No fake to Parker McGill. Carson Jones rolls right, looks to unload, goes across the top. D.J. Burks. D.J. Burks. He's Swiss Army knife. That's his second catch of the night. One an interception and one a reception right in the same area of the field. Uh, he gets a big-time gain on that play ball from, so that's going to be 14-17 on that reception and a, a big pickup for D.J. Burks. Carson Jones is going to move the field on. He's going to look to unload for Burned Mr. Him. Daigle. Daigle's got him burnt. Daigle gets the ball and steps out of bounds at the seven-yard line. Just didn't know where the sideline was, but, man, Daigle can burn him, and Carson Jones got an arm. We found out those yep. two things tonight, Mr. Jude. Yeah, I just uh, – let him just a little bit too far, and he ended up stepping out of bounds. But Daigle, man, he's going to be dangerous this year. I think that your prediction that he has the most receiving yards is going to come true. 50, 51 ticks is all that remain here in the first half of play. Your score, 28-7, to 7, but Carson Jones and company looking to make that different. Yeah. Carson Jones has Parker McGill in the backfield, two to the left, one to the right. He's going to give to Parker McGill. He's shifty across the five. Three, two, one. Touchdown, Rebels. 
That play was dead. I mean, they were they were in the backfield like crazy, and he found a hole that I didn't even know was there and just six bounced in. Yeah, six missed tackles. I mean, that's just ridiculous, man. Parker McGill, he's like, I'm I, I'm just not going to quit. He just gets it and bounces and bounces, and the next thing you know, he's scoring touchdowns. So 44 ticks is what remains, and your Denzo scoreboard just changed. 34-7 to seven your score, and uh, Corbin Price looks to make it 35. Corbin Price kick up and good. 35 to 7 your score with 44 seconds to go. The Rebels on the move. Jude, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, with, when you talk about the shiftiness and the power of Parker McGill, you look at the speed of uh, of of Nick Daigle and you look at the poise yeah. of Carson Jones. I mean, what what we're seeing here is a team that says, "Hey, we lost 17 starters, but look at these starters. Yeah. we got a lot of things to show right here, and they're putting on a show right here tonight, week number one, in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. want to give a second to thank all these sponsors that make this thing happen. Stevenson Tire in Maryville, West Chevrolet, the right spot in Alcoa, great food that not only is good for you, but it was good for us earlier today as they were the Press Box Food Sponsor, and they gave us a rundown of great meals there. If you if you get a chance to go by the right spot, ask for the Rebel Wrap. It's or the rival rivalry wrap. I called it the Rebel Wrap. But you can check out the the Rebel hamburger. It's got macaroni and cheese on it. I know that sounds different, but try it. You'll be glad you did. Uh, but then also on Sundays, you can go get breakfast, chicken and waffles, a brunch special at the right spot. So again, check them out. Great food, local, and something that you should definitely uh, give a gander at. So again, want to thank those people. Want to thank Whitlock and Company's PC. They're the halftime sponsor that we're 44 seconds away from, as uh, as the governors just look to get to halftime as uh, they kick it away. Charles Trenum's going to do the uh, the coffin kick, and he touches it, and the Rebels oh, have the football. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, 23. Wow. 23 Ty for the Rebels. Elder. Ty a sophomore gets in and uh, makes the play. What a play, man. I don't know what the bigger play was, the fact that William Blunt actually wanted to touch it or that Ty Elder got in there and made the recovery. Great for him. Great for a good sophomore. And with 42 ticks to go, Maybe 35-7 to 7 isn't the halftime score, Jude. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, they score again. But you got to remember, uh, kickoffs are live balls, so they definitely wanted to get on that. Uh, and there it looks like Merrill's going to take a timeout to think things over. They might have not thought they were getting another possession, so they're going to they're gonna talk things over here. And what do you think? I'm calling maybe a, a shot to Markell one-on-one. You've got 42.9. You've got 42.9. A score here puts it in motion, puts the, the clock moving in the second half. Uh, to me, yeah, I think you've got two plays to where you take shots and then you then you finish it off with a run. Yeah. Uh, I think if those don't work, but if you're on this, you're on the right hash. I think you have an opportunity to use the wide side of the field. I I'd put Daigle and Fortenberry on the left side mm-hmm. and just see what happens yeah. because w- they're not going to be able to cover both. But uh, I want to continue giving our sponsors some credit. Bob Ramsey, uh, State Representative District 20, he's looking for re-election, and this sponsorship is paid for by the the committee to re-elect Bob Ramsey. Bob Ramsey, treasurer. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, call your first downs. Again, uh, first downs have become touchdowns here tonight. So, again, Dwight is a great sponsor here for Rebel Radio. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville, again, a great sponsor and a great company uh, in the area. El Himidor Mexican Grill, they uh, they have uh, have been a really good sponsor for Rebel Radio, both basketball and football. Uh, Common Sense Pest Control, Heath and, uh, and his crew there is a really good 
uh, pest control guy, and his slogan is, if you want bugs dead, then you've got to use common sense. Love it. And then the grind on the grindonsports.com, the WKVL, our sister station's morning show, wanted to jump on board and, and support both Maryville and Alcoa. So as uh, as looks like Wildcat's going to be the call, DJ Burke's in uh, for, for the Rebels, and looks like we're going to have yeah. a little false start on the Rebels. I think someone got just a little bit jumpy there, and Maribel's going to bring it back five yards. Is that an interesting call for you? It is for I me. I think it is, yes. I think that shows they're playing for half, maybe not so much. Uh, but honestly, with the weapons, you know, I mean, they give it to McGill. He could score from here. But but do you think there's an option for, for D.J. Burks to throw out of the Wildcat? Yeah, because look at this here. Markell's setting up the Markell Resort one-on-one island over there. Daigle's over there with him. Yeah. D.J. Burks going to put Parker McGill in motion, going to – Give it to Mr. McGill. He's going to just mosey out through there and get ahead across the 30-yard line up to the 29. Clock continues to move. Marvel has two two timeouts should they choose to use them. And Coach Rob is going to look to send back in Carson Jones. So uh, I think that was a a positioning kind of kind of play right there. And again, want to give credit to to Coach Robinette. Uh, He is instead of uh, Coach Derek Hunt. Derek Hunt again, a new uh, father again. Uh, today, as his wife has had uh, another another child, and and again he is there with them. So Coach Robinette has stepped in, and uh, by the looks of the scoreboard, Jude on his way to a one and zero record yeah. as a head coach after a twenty year stop as uh, assistant coach here at Maryville. I mean, you would honestly never know that it wasn't uh, Coach Hunt in there. He looks like he's left the uh, the game plan. Seems pretty simple here, <laughs> just uh, Markell or uh, Parker McGill out the backfield. But I mean. Or Daigle over the top. I mean, yeah, but in all seriousness, Coach Rob, he's not missing a beat whatsoever. But, I mean, like we talked about on the coaches, they got some great assistant coaches in there that are really just preparing these guys uh, for success. It is continuity is what is always present when you talk about the Maryville High School football program. But uh, 32 ticks is what remains in the first half here at Jim Renfro Field. 35-7 to is your scoreboard score. Second and seven on the 28 sit the Maryville Red Rebels. (laughs) <laughs> and Maryville starts the second half with the ball. Chris just likes uh, Chris likes to tell William Blunt all those good good stories. But Carson Jones is back in at quarterback. Uh, looks like Noah Vaughn wanted to borrow his uh, towel uh, to dry his hands with. He uh, gets the play in, gets the call. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, and Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Uh, he's going to look to drop it in the Ooh. flat. Looks like he and Markell might not have been on the, there, yeah. They may not have been on the same page, but uh, nonetheless – uh, clock will stop, 28.4 ticks, and it will be third down. Third and seven from the 28, the William Blunt 28, so they're in scoring distance. It's just whether they can uh, can get this in. Yeah, I mean, Fortenberry Island was wide open there for the one-on-one coverage with no help D, so, I mean, I think. Uh, oh, man, this is this is aggressive. Fortenberry and uh, D.J. Burks on the right, and you've got Daigle. And I can't see who else, but they've got it over to Fortenberry in the flat and a screen. He's looking to outrun some people, gets across the 20 to the 15, and he's going to be wrestled down after a pickup of several. Uh, Gets the first down, down to the 15-yard line. That's going to be a 13-yard pickup. And uh, and we're going to see if a timeout is is what's needed. He's running. Looks like we're going to spike the ball, though. Carson Jones with the snap and spike. That's correct. 13 seconds to go. And they're either going to set up for a kick. I think you can take a shot and then. Yeah. Do they have two timeouts left or is. 
Scoreboard showing two, but they definitely use two for sure. I absolutely think so. They, they switch out footballs as COVID protocol uh, calls for a cleaning periodically, and they are definitely adhering to that here at Maryville High School. So Jackson Phillips checks out of the game and looks like number 27, Keyshawn Harper, checks into the game. Looks like Daigle's going to be to the left. Portenberry 1v1. Uh, I think you've got to shoot the gap. You've got to cut him across the Rebels and see if they can make it stick. Jones with the snap. That's the play. Up high pointing it for Fortenberry. Touchdown, Rebels. Hotel Fortenberry was open on the fade there. <laughs> hey, he didn't have to high point it. Carson Jones dropped it in the basket. Yep. Love, love that play. Fortenberry ran a great route, and Jones knew where to put it. Yeah, I took one step in and ran to the pylon and got it. Absolutely. The Denzo scoreboard has just changed. Your Maryville Red Rebels now lead the William Blunt Governors 41-7. to A Corbin Price extra point ensures a moving clock in the second half. As Chris said, a second half that will start with the Rebels with the football. Kick is up and good. Your scoreboard now reads 42 points for your Red Rebels, 7 for the visiting William Blunt Governors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountainview Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Charles Trenum puts it up and coffin kicks. They get it cleaned up this time. William Blunt take over at the 35-yard line. And I think, Jude, they're just they're just trying to get to halftime. Yeah, and Carlson Evelyn was the one that fair caught that there. And uh, he's going to trot over to the sideline after making the clean play. Is that the first time on the kickoff that they've had a clean catch? Twice. Twice. They, they right. had one on the five because I was ready to call a, a bobble. And it didn't happen. And then so. it pulled the, but then he fumbled it though at later that play, right? So. You're right. You're right. Way to clean it. Not up. so fast, my friend. Not so fast. Looks like Clemmers trips right, and he's going to just give it to Bryston Williams. Let this half run out. Bryston Williams is going to run ahead forward with a head of steam, get across midfield, mad, and get to the 48, but not before the clock at Jim Renfro Field has hit zeros. It's halftime here at Maryville, and your score 42 for the visit for the homestanding Red Rebels and seven for the visiting governors of William Blunt. Don't miss, as we go to a break, we're going to come back and talk the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show here at Maryville High School, Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blunt County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. And Winnie, Winnie, Winnie is the Maryville offense as they put up 42 points to seven for the William Blunt Governors. You look at the halftime stats provided by Ken Main, and uh, it's it's all Red Rebels uh, here tonight. Again, you're listening to the Whitlock and Company PC halftime report as uh, as Maryville is up on William Blunt 42 to seven. But as I bring in Jude Ellison and Chris Hips. Man, it's uh, it's been all rebels here tonight, and and really not to our surprise, but again the the emergence of some great players and the return of some great players is what we've seen here tonight. Yeah, I mean just uh, McGill cementing his uh, his place here as the number one running back. There's no doubt about that. Uh, 
averaging 9.8 yards. That's the first time every time he touches the ball. I mean, he's just been incredible tonight. I think I overheard you saying he about has as many broken tackles as he has <laughs> yards. I mean, he is just electric tonight. He is on something. It's nasty. He's uh, You might as well call him Teflon Parker McGill because nothing sticks to him. So he's a, he's a man that really is on a mission tonight. Ten carries, 98 yards, three touchdowns on the night, 33-yard uh, long uh, for a 9.8-yard average as we talked about. Carson Jones has, has, has made his point that he can run the football. Three carries, 37 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and a 12.3-yard average. He says, I may have the best mm-hmm. average. Yeah. Uh, Noah Vaughn has a carry for nine yards. And D.J. Burks uh, doing a little Ironman football here tonight and uh, playing on both sides of the football. But I'll tell you, Carson Jones, uh, he's surprising me. He's, he's, it's not that I didn't think he was going to be meticulous, that he was going to be fundamental, but the way he's commanding this offense and really taking it to William Blunt is uh, something that I'm excited to see here in, uh, in, in week number one. Yeah, I mean, uh, just this whole team is looking like they're looking like a postseason team right now. They're firing on all hinges. Really, uh, that come to mind, no mistakes except for one false start um, on Maribel's part. They've just been playing a really uh, good game, and that speaks to the coaching staff really getting these boys prepared uh, heading into this game. Absolutely, absolutely. And then if you look at William Blunt's side of things, uh, Bryston Williams is leading the way uh, for, for the Governors. He's got eight carries for 40 yards and a touchdown, an 18-yard long. Trey Clemmer, the quarterback, seven carries, 15 yards, a 2.1-yard average. Zach Gardner, uh, four carries for nine yards and really didn't see much action after he and Mr. DJ Burks uh, met at the hash mark over there after a big reception. Yeah. Uh, but you look at uh, at the receiving side of things for Maryville, Markel Fortenberry, three catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown here late in the second quarter. Uh, Nick Daigle, one catch, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, two for 27. DJ Burks, one for 17. And Jackson Phillips out in the flat, one for five. For the governors of William Blunt, Job Matosin leads the way in the receiving category. Two catches, 44 yards. Tyler Owen, two for 34. And Brandon Keeble, uh, one for four. Man, uh, it's uh, it's been hard sledding for the governors. They've, uh, they've got a total uh, offense of 146 yards on 30 plays, uh, 64 yards on the ground, 82 through the air. But the, uh, the, the Rebels... Uh, an even stance as as we bring in Chris Hips, 149 yards on the ground, 162 through the air, as uh, dynamic and balanced as you can be in in a, a first week matchup. You know, I heard the story there were going to be some ugly football here in week one. Uh, Maryville didn't get the memo. Yeah, I think Maryville is playing a outstanding game from uh, the offensive and defensive side. I mean, it's been flawless minus that one. Uh, false start. It's been a flawless game. I mean, Carson Jones, everybody's questioned how would he step up this year with uh, Kay Chambers, you know, moving on. And I think he's answered that um, respectively. I mean, just the numbers he's doing is incredible. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you look at the emergence of Markel Fortenberry. You know, Nick Daigle was here, and he, he had a pretty significant impact a year ago. But Markel Fortenberry, I think he's stepping in. And you've seen a few little maybe not on the same page with some delivery. But his athleticism, he's being able to rebound and really bring that back. And he, I think he, he ran a maybe a bad route here three plays before his touchdown, but then on the touchdown route, I mean, he was well in position, 
Carson Jones delivers a great ball, and he finishes there in the end zone. So I think there's potential abound for uh, for, for these Red Rebels, and they've, they've shown it. 42-7 to is your score as you're listening to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Report. But we're going to take a break. Listen to these great sponsors as the Red Rebel Band stands on the field and delivers their halftime show. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 1400 AM, 105.9 FM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at Blunt Partnership. 
we all want our loved ones to be safe, Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. You can't stop uh, Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. I'ma put in work. I'ma do that ASAP. All right, you're back in the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Report. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here, 105.9 FM, and streaming at WGAPRadio.com. As Maryville's man continues to grind it out out on the on the football field, they're doing a great job, guys. Week number one, and that, that band's playing extremely, extremely well. But as we bring Chris Hips back into the halftime show, uh, he's going to give us some scores of interest from around the area. A lot of these games may be nearing the finale, maybe some finals, but uh, Chris, take it away. Yeah, so uh, keeping it local right now, Heritage oh. won 21 to seven over Heritage. Heritage broke the streak. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Was it 21 seven? 21 to wow. seven. Hey, left no doubt. 21 to seven. We knew it all along, dude. We knew it all along. <laughs> Farragut and Bradley Central tied at 14 all. Looking at halftime. All right. Well, How about, uh, Elizabethan's up 30 to eight on Science Hill. Wow. Who? Elizabethan. 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 Hey, we, we, missed the, we missed the Campbell County, Cock County game. Campbell County looks like they was taking care of business. Uh, hey, Granger County won 44-14. Go Grizz. I blame that on you because I didn't. I, I, the only thing I know is uh, Granger County, I think they got some tomatoes or something like that. Oodawa. Uh, you never listen to a guy who went there. That's it, right. Oodawa won 14-12 over David Crockett. Absolutely. If you heard, if you heard Robert, Robert Boone say it, it's Oodawa. Let's see. Severe County's up 14 to 12 on Jefferson County. Ooh, that's, that does not bode well for Spencer Raleigh. Severe County's down, but uh, I, don't, I don't know where, where Jefferson County should sit. This one's uh, pretty bad. Uh, Loudon's up 41 to zip on Greenback right now. The, the skins. That. We a state that championship one. Greenback team, yeah. yeah. They, um, they played in the game, yeah. yeah. Looking farther down the road. <laughs> Oakland's up 39 to 10 on Hendersonville. Excellent, excellent. I don't think that's uh, yeah. Ex Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, I tell you, the the Loudon Greenback score doesn't surprise me. They lost a ton of talent off that team, and and, and Jude and I actually talked about it this morning. It, it's a it, it's a team that that got the Micah Franklin transfer, but uh, other than that, they're replacing Braden Carnes, Holden Willis, and the likes thereof in that receiving core. So uh, again, uh, a lot to be to be replaced there. What else you got there? Any any Airs Beach and Powell fourteen yep. to ten. Yep, Powell's up fourteen to ten on Beach. Uh, let's see. Telico Plains beat Sequoia eight to zip. Nice. Here's a little something on the field. Charles Trenum just kicked a fifty yarder. He had a little bit more than the uh, seven step back, I believe, but uh, he had the distance. Yeah. Think he's throwing it at Job? You think he's saying, "Look, Maybe I can so, kick yeah. it too, man." Then we should just have a kickoff. Yeah. Just line them up at the 40 and move back. A, a halftime skills challenge. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm with it. But, uh, but, but guys, let's, let's kind of get back to the game. 42-7 to is your run. One, do you think you see Parker McGill? Do you think you see uh, Nick Daigle? Do you think you see Carson Jones? 
No. I think if you see any of those, it's Carson Jones. I think you see Jones, and maybe Daigle comes in to play a little safety, but I don't think you see – I I don't know. I could see McGill going one, one more possession. Nah, I'd one see all six. I don't know. Here. See if he can get to century. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know for that. I think they'll just put him in there with Noah Vaughn just to kind of add that little extra element. I think you could see all three the first possession, and after that we're, we're not talking about it. I see Here. a running clock, so I don't see it happen. I, I think you get the young guys in, give them some reps. I mean – Let's just run this bus home and get ready to go for the next what, yeah. two weeks from now. Absolutely. A minute and 12 seconds to go until the return of the second half. They're warming up on the field. Let's warm it up here in the press box. Uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be back in just a minute. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKVL's early morning show, the grind if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice give us a try catch us live each and every weekday morning 6 to 7 a.m and each and every afternoon 2 to 3 p.m that's when it hits the radio dial but if those times just don't work for you check us out online thegrindonsports.com again that's thegrindonsports.com you can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. As we get it back ready to tee it off here at Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, the Red Rebels in red jerseys line it up at the 10-yard line for a little team meeting saying this is what the second half needs to look like, and let's get this thing together. Key stat that Mr. Ken Main pointed out at the break, and again, want to thank Ken each and every week for what he does for Rebel Radio, bringing the stats, printing them out for us, and again, just being really that, uh, that strategic piece yep. here for Rebel Radio. Time of possession, Jude. Uh, for the first half, Maryville, 7 minutes, 33 seconds. William Blunt, 16-27. Scoreboard uh, looks a little opposite of that. Yeah, typically you'd think, oh, wow, William Blunt must really be controlling the ball and winning the game, but that's just because Maryville's scoring on two plays every possession. I mean, it's ridiculous out here. Yeah, if you look at the scoring plays, I mean, it's 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 devastating. I mean, it's it's 44, it's 52. It's, it's, it's big breakaway plays that, honestly, if they play small ball, William Blunt's doing a pretty decent job, but what happens is they get past the linebackers, it's over. And and, and Maryville's doing a great job of that. But you've uh, you, you again appreciate Whitlock and Company PC for our halftime report, but it's back to second half action. Again, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. And again, want to give a great shout out to the right spot who gave us our press box food for this week. And uh, I had the rivalry wrap, which is if you want something that's great, go check that out. Go by the right spot, ask for the rivalry wrap, say you heard it on Rebel Radio, and, and again, they'll hook you up. But I think Jude had the governor. Uh, he, yep. he knew Maribel was maybe going to chew up the governor, so he chewed one up too. Uh, and then uh, Chris had the Philly cheesesteak wrap, so uh, great thing. And then uh, and then Laura back at the studio, she had the Rebel burger. So, again, great uh 
consumption of the right spot. And if you need some great food and want to support local, get out to the right spot. It, it's phenomenal. they got cornhole boards outside. They've got great seating inside, socially distanced, of course. And, again, uh, supporting local at this time of the year is, is great for our community. But as William Blunt tees it up, uh, Joe Matosin stands with his hands on his hips. And the referee's not going to give him the ball at the moment. 45 ticks is what remains until the half gets underway. Uh, Again, Stevenson Tire, West Chevrolet, Volunteer Home Mortgage, Whitlock & Company PC, Bob Ramsey for State Representative District 20 uh, is our sponsor, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Denso Manufacturing, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, and WKVL's The Grind Morning Sports Show. Again, all great sponsors that try to lift up local try to lift up these rebels and again push uh to uh to get this stuff on the air get these yeah. these young athletes on the air but uh, the clock has began uh 11:55 is now as joe matosin hand is up and the kick is about away he has kicked it away from the 40 straight ahead gonna bounce up to about the 10 yard line and and we're the rebels are gonna take it and get across the 30 across the 35 and down at the 37 yard line Craig Day-Day Hilliard was the one that had the ball there, and he he made a great play on it. I mean, he picked it up uh, in stride. It had a weird bounce on it. He's going to get – they're going to mark him at the 36, I believe, and uh, great run there by Craig Hilliard. Absolutely. Makes it – makes it makes something out of a weird bounce. I was nervous about the bounce as well, but uh, he did what he needed to do and honestly probably got stopped at the 34 Mm -hmm. and pushed uh, ahead to the 36, 37-yard line. First and 10 Red Rebels. We are Um, not seeing the folks out there. We're seeing Caleb Dunford in at quarterback. Caleb Dunford in at quarterback, and looks like we're seeing – is that Jackson Phillips? No, that's number 20. That's Craig. Craig Hilliard uh, at at running back, and he's going to push ahead to the 41-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of five on first down, set up second and five here in the third quarter, 10-48 to go in the third. Moving clock here in the second half, 42 to 7, a 35 point lead. TWS double, double A rule. That's one that didn't change this year, yeah. Jude. Uh, it will continue to move uh, as we have the football. So I think a lot of run game right here. Caleb Dunford gets the play. He's going to deliver it in the huddle. Again, run a little different, slower offense, trying to, to milk this clock out. Caleb Dunford in the shotgun, going to put, put man in motion. He's going to deliver it in motion to number. Eight, and he's going to get across the 45 and stood up at the 48-yard line, but not before another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Number eight, Cannon Johnson on the uh, the end around and uh, gets up and gets the first down. Again, want to want to again say that there's a lot of young faces in here. We're going to try to get all those names uh, in as we can. So Jude, Chris, help me with the names and numbers. Looks like Carter Cox. We've seen him on the uh, the basketball court, and he's going to enter the game here. He's going to yeah. be uh, out wide to the right as well as number 11. That's Isaiah French as well. Got number 12 out there. That's the other Carson Jones, mm-hmm. number 12 Carson Jones. No relation, but uh, Caleb Dunford gets the play in. Got a running back to his left, gets it cleaned up. He's going to have to clean this one up himself. Runs ahead forward, cross the 50 to the 49, and it's going to be a pickup of three on the play. Keyshawn Harper, number 27, is in at running back. And, again, a lot of faces checking in, checking out, so we're going to try to get those in there. Looks like number nine for this year's Rebels, Eli Hames, is in there. Mm-hmm. Going to see who else steps in there. Number 13, Carter Cox. Dunford gets the play. 
Carter Cox is sweet from three at basketball. Let's see if he can uh, maybe get a little nice dime here from uh, number 10. Here we go. Dunford gets back in the shotgun, looks one more time to the sideline, gets the snap. He's going to look left, look right. Now he's going to have to take it himself. Gets across the 50, 45, across the 38 to the 36-yard line. That's going to be enough for another yeah. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He just kind of ran him in between those guys. I mean, he's they got, were. He's got a burst. Yes, he does. Sneakily, too. I mean, I don't think he would expect it. I mean, he's not exactly as lanky as uh, past quarterbacks, but uh, he gets the job done. I think low to the ground, and, and he knows how to put the yeah. put the head down. Nice run for Dunford. Yeah, he's been in the Maribel system for a while and just knows how to pick up first downs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people know how to do that on that team. I, I just I've noticed that. Again, quick to the line of scrimmage. Dunford again looking to the sideline to get the play. He's going to move number 20 Hilliard to the left-hand hip pocket. He's got two to the right, one to the left. He's going to look, get of it to Hilliard. He gets across the 40 to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of six on first down. It's going to bring up second and four. 747 is what remains here in the third quarter. A fast-moving third quarter as this clock doesn't stop. And Ted Dozier and uh, Keyshawn uh, Harper also enter the game here from Maryville. Two good athletes. Two good athletes. I'm trying to get that offensive line. Uh, 57 and 71 it looks like. 57, Adrian Gum. And Maddox Stott. Eli Householder in the football game. Number 70. As well as Riley Knox, number 65. Alec Moret is into the football game. <laughs> Alec Moret. Dunford. Dunford again getting the play. Going to change it at the line of scrimmage. He's got trips left. One to the right. Very excited, He's going to get this belt high snap. He's going to look to unload. Gets it across the middle. Like Keyshawn getting the football right there, number 27. And he's going to get across the 30 to the 29. And that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Keyshawn's a big, fast tight end right there. He just scampered out there, got the play as well as uh, took a few hits, but still kept trucking. I'll tell you, that red jersey almost looks like Crouch that plays for Tennessee at the number 27. Yeah. Big kid. Mm-hmm. Love that Love that body type. Love the aggressiveness. He checks out. And he's quick as a cat, too. We had, did some speed training with him at gym class one day. Jude, did you get him? I just need to know. Yeah, no, no, he's a lot <laughs> He said no, me. no. 57 out there. Uh, again, Adrian Gum. Uh, again, Dumford in the shotgun. Little bunch set. He's going to fake it, get it out in the flat to number 12. Little stutter step gets across the 25 to the 22-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup as well. Uh, that's going to be about seven yards on the pickup, and it's going to set up second and about two and a half, probably a long two, short three. Yeah, it looks like number nine, uh, Eli Hames, is going to check out here for a second. Yeah, He's got like the uh, Dr. Brodo arm brace there as well. That away, the, the uh, Gronk bionic arm. Look. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Isaiah French, uh, in there over here, one-on-one coverage, no safety help. Let's see how that, how good they let Dunford rip it. Dunford looks right. He uh, He's going to give it to number 26. They snuffed that one out. Yeah, he's going to uh, lose his helmet as well. Tez Dozier is going to be dropped in the backfield and lose his helmet. So, again, not uh, one of the positive plays. It's been most of this drive, but it's going to set up third. and looks like they're going to back him up. It's going to be third in about seven. Starting about seven. Ball on the 26-yard line. 5-11 to go here in the third quarter of play. Maryville has had this for, for roughly six minutes yeah. now. 
And they're probably, if they pick up the first down, they'll go for another three or four. Absolutely. Dunford again checks at the line of scrimmage, trips to the right, one to the left, has his running back to his right hip. He's going to roll this thing right, going to get to the hash mark, deliver over in the flat, nearly incomplete, nearly intercepted, but drops to the turf. So uh, that will uh, that will turn this thing to fourth down, and we'll see. It's it's kind of in the it's kind of in the middle of the field. We're I think we're going to see the offense stick out there. Number ninety checks into the football game. Garrett Jones. Oh, uh, that's the kicker, I believe. Garrett they're gonna Jones. Put, they're gonna they're gonna kick this ball. He's gonna hold it. I know he's going to, Gareth Jones is going to kick off the hold of Travis Reeder. Two guys that went to Foothills with me. Gage Latham checks into the game here on special teams. Fourth and seven, they're going to kick this one away. Ball is placed on the 33, makes it a 43-yard attempt. Ball is up, a lot of leg, but looks like backspin's going to get him. It's going to be no good. Uh, again, clock continues to move, but the Denzo scoreboard did not. Your score, the, the homestanding Maryville Rebels, 42 the visiting William Blunt Governors 7. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. The original sports page, now in its 42nd year as the sports voice of Blunt County, comes to you every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. from the Blue Tick Tavern in downtown Maryville. Listen on WKVL 100.9 FM or 8.50 a.m. and watch on Facebook at the sports page TN. Hosted by Mike Edwards, Donnie Moore, and Charlie Paleo, and featuring UT legends Lon Hersbrun and Ray Trail. Highlighted by features by Marcus Fitzsimmons and Troy Provo Heron of the Daily Times. The Sports Page, Saturday at 10 a.m. on 100.9 FM and 8.50 a.m. The Sports Page, bringing you the best in local sports. Come on! Welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where your score stands. The Maryville Red Rebels, 42. The visiting William Blunt Governor, 7. 3.54 to go. Uh, looks like a cramped situation. Uh, trying to see the number there. Oh, it's number one. Uh, number one for them has been really good. Tyler Owen uh, for William Blunt. He's stumbling off, maybe a little bit more than a cramp, uh, but he's walking on his own power nonetheless. Oh, no! new defensive player for the Rebels, Noah Limbaugh. Uh, Whitney, if you hear me, uh, there's your guy, Noah. Yeah, Cooper Lowe's on the on the football field for the Rebels. Cooper Lowe dropped his newest uh, SoundCloud album the other day. So. No, no joke. <laughs> yeah, they had it on Rewind. He was, uh, he what's, was his, what's, his, what's his name? Is it CeeLo? Uh, I forget. If I think it's, it's not, like CeeLo 03 or something. I was going like to say, that. if it's yeah. not CeeLo, it should be. But anyway, we got uh, Travis Reeder in the football game. Tez Dozier into the football game. A lot of new faces for the Rebels. A lot of good reps here for the young guys. It looks like Clemmer's going to look to unload. He's going to throw over the head of Bryston Williams. They were not on the same page, and looks like Bryston Williams comes up lame on that one. Not necessarily. I don't know if he came down funny after the overhead pass or what the deal was, but he's on the sideline and hurting. Three minutes, 13 seconds to go here in the third, 42-7. to seven. And it's second and ten. Governors, they stand at their own 20-yard line. Yeah, just kind of a little bit of miscommunication there. I think he was wanting him to go a little bit further, and he kind of airmailed it. Clemmer did. 258 and counting. High snap, and, and defense snuffed it out. Number three for, for the That's Rebels. Zach Braden. Zach Braden. He, he, may, have heard the, he may have heard the signal because uh, he was in the backfield yep. before the running back was. 
Some might say he read it like the Sunday paper. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, as the, the lightning delay has helped us, it might be the Saturday paper. Yeah. But, uh, it's about here, to be the Saturday paper here here's in hour the, 20. Here's the deal. Third and 14 for, for the Governors on their own 16-yard line. They're going the wrong way with this one as the, the Red Rebels have a 35-point lead. Clemmer trips right, one to the left. He's going to roll to the trip side. Now he's going to come back left, one-on-one to beat, and the Rebels have got him. Corralled one man there, and then the Calvary came. Yep. And the Rebels drop him in the, I'm going to say he lost another yard. Yeah, Clemmer's been getting banged up all night. I mean, credit him for keeping and staying in the pocket, even though he's down uh, Jace 35 Vincent. right now. Jace Vincent helped on the tackle there, and, and Grace Mr. Daigle comes back out. I was correct. <laughs> We'd see him again. We shall see. Again, I think that's a that's a dynamic returner there. Uh, we'll see what he can get done with it. But uh, William Blunt snuffed out. Their, their drive led, led to a negative six output, and uh, they're going to punt this one away. A bad snap. And he's going to have to kind of rugby style run over and kick it. He gets an end over end William Blunt bounce. bounce, and it's going to go down to the 37, 37 yard line of Maryville. That's where the Red Rebels will take over. Nick Daigle did not get an opportunity to get that one back. So a minute 17 is what's left ticking on the third quarter. We'll just stick right here as the Red Rebels set up to do yet another. Uh, another drive here in the late stages of this one as they've got this clock moving uh, and it's not stopping as long as the gap stays where it's at. 42-7, to your lead for the Red Rebels uh, here at the opening week of 2020. Like I said, a lot of things in 2020 have been different, uh, but one thing that hasn't been different tonight is the Red Rebels' success. So they get to the line of scrimmage. Normal uh, shotgun is where Dunford's going to set up. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to get the snap handed off. No, he doesn't. He rolls to the right, looks to deliver in the flat. He gets him and up to the 49, cross the 50. That's going to be a big 14-yard pickup for Ty Elder, number 23. He's had himself a nice little game. He got uh, got the onside kick and then now got the reception in the flat. Hey, I'll tell you, and and Dunford, man, he's he's excitable in the pocket. I love watching him because you know something good's about to happen because he's just he's electric standing back there, just really excitable. We're going to see nine ticks to go. I think you ride this one out and flip field. You're right here. You just walk a couple feet. Three, two, one. And your scoreboard, Denzo scoreboard at the end of three, 42 for the homestanding Rebels, seven for the William Blunt Governors. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, Compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638. Or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
And as Dunford rolls the offense back out there, they flipped side of the field, walked about seven feet, and now they line it up again. 11.43 to go here in the fourth quarter. Your score still remains on the Denzo scoreboard, 42-7 in favor of the homestanding Red Rebels. Dunford in the shotgun, takes a high snap, but gets it to the running back. He breaks a couple tackles, gets across the 40-yard line, and down to the 37 is number 20. That's Hilliard. That's Hilliard. He's having himself a nice little game. Craig Hilliard, number 20. He's a full head of steam when he gets it. And uh, right there, he broke two or three tackles and pushed oh, ahead for a big a first down. here on uh, William Blunt. Can't catch the number as his head is facing towards us, but he is uh... – He's in a little bit of pain. I think maybe a little, a little bit of a cramp on that calf. I don't know. But Looks like stretching the, him out. There goes the stretch. Yeah, probably yeah. a little cramp. Looks like the uh, the the health staff. What do they call those guys? Trainers. Med- medical trainer. Yeah, yeah. That, they come out pretty quick. So they, they saw him go down, got out there to him. But yeah, it looks like they're just stretching him out, telling him to take deep breaths. Again, when you when you get hyped up for a football game, yeah. then you have the de- lightning delay, and now we're looking at uh, a near eleven o'clock p.m. timing. You're, you're going to have some of those medical issues pop up. But number 71 for for William Blunt, that's uh, Daniel Worley. Uh, again, wish him the best. Hope that this is just a stretch issue. But, man, they're they're straightening that knee out. I'm, I'm nervous for him. Yeah, I mean, we can only pray that it's just a little cramp. But it uh, looks like they're kind of fooling with the ankle, not so much the uh, – the knee, so that's, uh, I don't know if that's any better, but I'm no, I'm no uh, doctor, but, uh. Really? You're not? I'm not a doctor. Like contrary you're a lot to of things. Belief. You are a lot of things. Yeah, he's contrary just a judge. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a doctor. Just Judge Jude. But, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, Jude and I, since we've got a little minute here, want to give some sponsors some credit. Twin City Certified of Maryville, that's our Game of the Week sponsor. You've watched and listened if you've if you've had those opportunities the twin city certified in Maryville game of the week stevenson tire west chevrolet the right spot in alcoa and volunteer home mortgage make this stuff very much possible for for these young athletes to be on the radio whitlock and company pc brings you the halftime show each and every week bob ramsey uh, state representative district 20 looking for re-election that ad is paid for by the committee to re-elect bob ramsey bob ramsey treasurer uh, dwight price of realty executives denso manufacturing el himidor common sense pest control and wkvl's the grind morning sports show so again thanks to all those sponsors for making this happen but uh but Jude looks like he's up and at it, but he is needing some help to get off the field. And so that, that right, that right foot—they've removed the cleat and it's not touching the ground. He's kind of doing a little hop, hop routine there on the left foot. So uh, possibly a high ankle sprain, something to that effect. Let's hope it's uh, hard. Not the bet. I mean, uh, not the worst case scenario. Yeah, you hate that in late in game situations. Yeah. Especially he's uh, this is his senior year, so you'd hate for him to miss something like that on his first game of the year. Craig Hilliard in it, running back Dunford at the quarterback position. He's going to hand it. No, he keeps it himself. He gets across the 30 and drug down at the 27. Pretty sure that was a horse collar tackle, but no call. I've seen calls. I've seen calls for less than that. So, uh, but uh, Chris is advocating there on behalf of the William Blunt Governor. So I just want to put that out there. Come on, Chris. Where's your allegiance? But anyway, uh, Dunford nonetheless rips off a really nice run there. 11 yards on the pickup. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And the the young guys, the young Rebels in there moving the football. Toto is in the game. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Dunford gets the football. He knows where he wants to go with it. Oh, swatted down. Knocked down. (laughs) I believe that was number 26. Brandon Muse. 
They were going for the the intended receiver uh, was Eli Cobble. Yeah. Uh, they were going to throw it out in the flat to him, uh, but knocked down, batted down by William Blunt, and nearly intercepted. They kind of popped it up uh, and was trying to get get on that. But uh, Dunford looking to the sideline, looking to get a play. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Uh, Hilliard there in the backfield with Dunford. I don't know that you don't shoot that play again. Yeah, I mean. Um, it was there. They just knocked it yes. down at the line of scrimmage. 100%. Hilliard's going to move to the right-hand side of Dunford, and he's going to look one more time to the left. He's going to give it to Hilliard. Hilliard's going to get across the 25, cross the 20, up across into the 15, and he's going to be wrangled down shoestring tackle, but not before another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nine minutes to go as this clock continues to move. 42-7 to your score. Maryville High School has entered the Common Sense Pest Control red zone looking to add to their lead. Again, Common Sense Pest Control. If you want bugs dead, then you've got to use Common Sense. Mm-hmm. Got to use it, and it's not so common, is it? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Dunford checks the, the signs, going to change the play a little bit. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Pitch Great. out to Hilliard, 15 10 Get a little wide, gets to the three, and then taken down after a big pickup there of about eight yards on the pickup, I think. It's going to bring up second and two to go. Probably before they snap it again, under eight to play here in Maryville, at Maryville High School. Here's maybe a, a little uh, unicorn has entered. Hayden McDonald listed as a fullback, something that you don't see very often. We'll see. Hayden McDonald. I, I, want, him to get, yeah. I want him to get the football just because mm-hmm. the fullback is fullback uh, is a dying breed, that's for sure, but they're going to line him up similar to a tight end or something like that. Do you know that. who killed the run, the fullback? I don't know. Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis. Dunford gives it to oh, Hilliard. That's a horse collar. That yep. needs to be a horse collar, and it is. I believe Hilliard. five flags were thrown. Four flags were just thrown down. <laughs> it was like they were waiting on who was going to throw it first, and they all <laughs> threw him. But Hilliard was trying to get wide, could not do so because William Blunt was all over yep. the neck area. Rips him down, but not before the flag comes out. So, again, that's going to be positive yards on a negative play mm-hmm. uh, for the Red Rebels. So, uh, the ball currently spotted at the 14, but that's pre-penalty. Uh, they're going to mark this off, I believe, half the distance. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, they'll be put at about the uh, four-yard line. It looks like that'll be first down and goal. That'll advance and pass the uh, – Let's see where we're going to be. Seven. Oh. Seven. Seven-yard line. Going to be still still second and two. I don't – wow. It was like no game. Yeah, I don't <laughs> – was it from the spot of the foul or something? I think so. Okay. I think it's a spot foul. So that, that just worked that out in their favor, actually. Which, on yeah, that. that's kind of odd that if it was in the backfield, you know what I mean? Right. You almost are incentivized to take the penalty there or to perform the penalty. I'm going to use that word. That's a good incentivized. That's, a, that's my economics class coming in. Incentivized. I feel like that could either be a word or a pastry. But anyway, Dunford's going to rip it off and get to the 5-4-3-1. Caleb Dunford is into the end zone for a Maribel touchdown. Touchdown, Rebels. Yep, there you go, and the crowd's going nuts. Uh, The student section's loving it, and uh, you see some of the starters down there. They're ready to greet Mr. Dunford as he – Scores for the first time here in 2020. He he was all over it, and he did that right in front of the student section. And I tell you, streaky is probably a good word for him. I mean, he just yeah. he just turns the jets on. I mean, he only has one speed wide open. That's whether he's snapping the ball or running to the end zone. 48 to seven, the Denzo scoreboard has just changed. Six minutes to go in the matchup, and uh, looks like they're actually going to yeah. let 
Gareth Mar- Jones yeah, kicked Maribel, the field goal. Maribel had a legal substitution there. They tried to run Connor Wise off after they broke the huddle. and uh, So Gareth is going to get a little bit of a larger kick here off the hold of Travis Reeder. Yeah, Mike Bethea out, is out there on special teams. Cal Grubbs will, to snap. Let me give that some credit. But, again, 90 on the uh, PAT, PAT attempt. Uh, Gareth Jones. 90 is up. He's got it. And it's good. So your new score with 5.27 to go in the fourth quarter, your Maryville Red Rebels 49, the visiting William Blunt Governors 7. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And the hands have been up more than they haven't, Jude. Touchdowns have been abounding for the Maryville Red Rebels. 4.13 to go here in the fourth quarter. That last drive, eight plays, 63 yards, 7.34 time of possession. Caleb Dumford puts the exclamation point and the touchdown on the board. Uh, We've held William Blunt to 140 yards total offense. I'm trying to look. Uh, Last year's average was 158, so right on snuff with what happened a year ago as an average. And, uh, again, going to make it happen. It looks like 93 to kick it away. The kick is high, and it will come down about the 22-yard line where they'll take it. A little stutter step across the 30. He's got a little room, gets to the 35-36, and laundry comes out. He is down at the 36, but we'll see where it sorts out after the laundry takes place. 93, Lucas, is it Steffes? I'm not sure. We're going to go with Steffes. Number 93 got the, the opportunity to kick that one away. A good kick, good coverage. But like I said, a little laundry to be sorted out here at the end. I don't know if it was a face mask, uh, blocking the back. I'm not sure what, what the call is going to be. Chris has the binoculars. We're trying to see what he, what he sees. Face mask on the Rebels. So the, the governors will start uh, their, their possibly last drive of the night uh, on the 48-yard the line of Maryville. Big penalty there, 15-yarder. Uh, that's going to put this thing well ahead. Yep. As Cooper Lowe has come in, as well as I think uh, John Cl- Huffman is in the game. Oh, wow. Clemmer, is, he's a tall guy, but the, the it's over his head. He's going to have to fall on it at the 30-yard line. So that penalty just yep. got negated, plus about six. <laughs> Clemmer, I was about to say Clemmer being in the game was a bad decision, but the snap might have been a worse one. Uh, again, hate it for, for that kid, but ultimately uh, it's going to lead to a long uh, second down play uh, for Mr. Clemmer. Second and the barbershop. And, again, Clemmer's going to try to deliver over in the flat. He's just not on the same page with the receiver. Number nine, the intended receiver, Eli Turner. Oh, and, we got uh, a little uh, little chippiness. No, a cramp here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, he's far down the field, too. Yeah. I believe that I played baseball with Eli. 
Oh, wow. Back in the old days. No trainer needed. Tyler Owen out there going to mm. stretch him out. A little Swiss Army knife. And he was down earlier, so uh, kind of. He knows what's needed. Repaying the favor, yeah. He knows what's needed. Here comes the trainer out to help, but Tyler Owens, is. it looks like he's got the situation underhand. Again, I want to take this opportunity also to thank Mr. Larry Hedrick for getting us ready up here, getting us our spot. And, and again, in, in all the things that are going on in, in sports and in the world with COVID, uh, he has done a great job of getting Maryville High School ready for tonight, uh, getting this thing managed. And, again, in a lightning delay, he was able to get the, the people out safely, back in safely, and now we've had a great football game if you're on this stand uh, for the Red Rebels. 49-7 to your score, 2.46 to go here in the matchup. And, uh, and we're, we're going to try to get this one back underway. want to thank Ken Main again for great stats each and every week. He, he delivers up to the minute. Every drive, he, he can tell you the exact moments uh, that you need to tell the people that are listening. Uh, but right now, if you look at it, William Blunt is 22 rushes for 36 yards, have 82 pass yards. Uh, they're 5 for 13 on, on the night. 35 plays for 118 yards is where that sits. It was a little more until that long snap that, that resulted in the big negative. Maryville now sits with 216 in the rush category, 188 in passing yards, and 44 plays for 404. That's a pretty dynamic number if you look at uh, at what is uh, what has been, what they've replaced, but yet what is still the standard uh, for the for the men in black. Mm-hmm. The men in black. Clemmer still there for, for William Blunt. He's going to take about a five-step drop, look to unload this thing over the head of oh. <laughs> nearly in, unintentionally intercepted as it falls into the lap of a Maryville Red Rebel, but it falls to the turf uh, incomplete. It's going to be it's going to be third in the barber shop, third and 32. Uh, we'll see yeah. what happens with um, with uh, William Blunt. Two minutes to go. Uh, their receiver took a big hit there. Is yeah. this is this uh, Cooper Lode laid the hit there? A great this, play by him. Is this somewhat cruel and unusual? I think they they. It's hard. I, I don't know how this shakes out. Fourth and 32. I'm sorry, missed a missed a snap there. But uh, looks like they're going to kick this one away uh, to Mr. DJ Burks. See what DJ can do with this ball here. I'm trying to see who all's in there. Ooh, 55. Almost looks got like that Burke one. says stay away from it, and it's it's rolling towards him, so he's having to run. But uh, a good long kick by Joe Matosin. Looks like it's going to fall dead at the 20 yard line. Nose yeah. of it on the 20, and um, minute 17 is all that remains, yeah. Jude. And and I think this one's in the books. This is about two snaps away. Yeah. Uh, from being done. Bo will be put on this thing. I'm trying to see who they run out there to, to basically take the V. There's a lot of a lot of new Rebels out there. Jaden McCord has taken the field. Charlie Charlie Schwager, Schwager is uh, out there, number 49. Drew Wallace as well, sophomore. I'm trying to see, is that is that 67 or 57? Damon Wright looks like he's out yeah. there. That's Broadway Barbershop's nep- niece, nephew, or something like that. All right, we're gonna see. We're gonna see them get across right tackle. They're gonna get up to about the 25-yard line. Pick up a Jayden five on McCord first down. There, pick up for five. There you go, Jaden. Here comes number 79, Matthew Newvine. Newvine's in the game. Let's Newvine go. in there. Let's go, big man. Number 79 in there, gonna block some big time, big time plays. Number 40's in for the Rebels. Uh, Drew Wallace, get those guys in there. 58 for the Red Rebels. Tristan Swank in the in the football game. Looks like there's a new quarterback. Who's who's playing quarterback right 49? there? 49. 
Charlie Schweiger. Schweiger, Char- maybe. Charlie Schweiger. Hey, and where did they run behind? They ran behind Newvine. Newvine, and what a beast, pick, what a beast. And they pick it up. They pick up about a half yard. Ten seconds to go. We'll count it down with you. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As the clock hits zero here on week number one, the Maryville Red Rebels are victorious. The Denzo scoreboard reads 49 for your homestanding Rebels, seven for the visiting William Blunt Governors. We're going to take our break. We're going to come back with the Bob Ramsey State Representative post-game show. We'll talk sports. We'll talk a little bit of the stats. We'll talk a lot about words around the, the region, and we'll talk about what this week one victory means for your Red Rebels and also the Rebel Radio player of the game. We'll talk about it all on the flip side of this last break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM and 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can't stop uh, Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And welcome back to Jim Renfro Field, Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels have defeated the William Blunt Governors 
49-7, to a running clock in the entirety of the second half, and really a dominant performance by the new look 2020 Red Rebels. And, man, what an exciting outlook. But we talk about uh, what, what was and what is a, a lightning delay, uh, a lot of different dynamics that changed here in, in 2020, but the same result happened at the end of the night. Maryville High School victorious here at home. I would say there's a lightning effect of touchdowns too by the Maryville Rebels tonight. Yeah, there were like yeah, the lightning strikes didn't start didn't stop when we when we hit the field. I'll say that. But uh, as we look to the scoreline, guys, and again bringing in Jude Jude Ellison, 49 to seven is the the scoreboard final, the Denzo scoreboard final. But first downs, Maryville had 20, William Blunt had eight rushing yards. The Red Rebels 222 on 29 carries. William Blunt 22 carries, 36 yards. Passing yards, 188 for the Rebels, 82 for the visiting Governors. Total offensive plays, 46 plays for 410 yards for the Red Rebels, 36 plays for 118 for the visiting Governors. Jude, uh, that's reminiscent of what we saw in 2019, and it's a whole new faces. I mean, they're honestly looking better than last year, to be honest with you. They might not have the big star names, but they definitely – are out there. They're definitely competing at a high level, and I mean, this is looking like a state championship team again. I'll tell you this: without the without the the, the scrimmages and the and the preparation that you would have in a normal year for them to come out here and dominate like this, I think that's a key point. And and to bring Chris Sips in, you know, you you played college ball, you played at big time, you played at Crest High School over in North Carolina. You know what big time football looks like, and they've they've built a dynasty right here. This is a, this is an evolution of a good football team, not a development. Yes, this uh this team was built, you know, to step into this role. I mean, most of these players got their playing time last year and I mean this is just another game to them and I think the big key for me here was no injuries and you know, we didn't see any signs of cramping or anything. So that's saying the training staff did a great job also for these Red Rebels. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you look at individual stats for Maryville. Rushing yards was led the way by Parker McGill, the senior starter, the man on campus. Ten rushes, 98 yards, three touchdowns, a 9.8-yard average. Carson Jones, three rushes, 37 yards, a touchdown. Craig Hilliard, six for 35. Caleb Dunford, uh, four four rushes for 29 yards and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, one for nine. Cannon Johnson, one for seven. D.J. Burke, one for five. And Jaden McCord, one for five. Yes, so uh, a lot of people on that rushing category. Uh, for William Blunt, you look at Bryston Williams, eight rushes for 40 yards and a touchdown. Zach Gardner, four for nine. And then uh, the, the quarterbacks slash Wildcat quarterbacks, Trey Clemmer and T.J. Pierce, uh, both were stopped in the backfield uh, mm-hmm. multiple times. So, again, stayed in the in the negative yardage. But uh, I think that speaks to, to how this game played out. 49-7 is what your scoreboard says, but you really look at it. They had they had eight different guys that touched the rock, and in a rushing capacity, mm-hmm. uh, William Blunt only had two that had meaningful snaps. So uh, I think that talks about the depth of this football team, the, the building of this football team, but ultimately uh, what they've got going on. Yeah, I mean, this Maryville team is deep. I mean, we saw out of uh, Craig Hilliard, that's your third or fourth string, arguably uh, uh, running back, and he was going up against these first string uh, William Blunt folks and just fat out beating them. I mean, uh, of course, not the electricity that we have with Parker McGill, but, I mean, these guys are deep. I think that bodes well in this kind of crazy season where you get exposed to someone and you could really be uh, out. I think you're right. When you look at receiving category, Markel Fortenberry, three receptions, 61 yards and a touchdown. Nick Daigle. 
one for 52 and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, two for 27. D.J. Burks, one for 17. Ty Elder, one for 13. And Carson Jones, number 12, one for seven. When you look at William Blunt, Job Matosin led the way receiving. Two receptions, 44 yards. Tyler Owen, two receptions, 34 yards. And Brandon Keeble, uh, one for four. So something with fours mm-hmm. uh, on William Blunt's side of things. So, again, five or six different receivers for, for Maryville, three for the governor. So just the depth and the the, uh, the options uh, just show more on the Red Rebels side of things. But uh, you, you look at uh, uh, field goal attempts. Um, Corbin Price was a perfect six for six, and Gareth Jones was one for one, seven straight PAT completion. So uh, just a complete night for the Rebels. Uh, the same result as a year ago, 1-0 and on the season, and uh, and they'll look to, uh, to do a lot of work uh, between now and their week three uh, matchup with Cleveland as Cleveland will come back here. Next week was supposed to be Bearden, but as Bearden has shut down for weeks one and two, that game has now moved to week five. Uh, we've got a little discrepancy on our player of the game. I want to take a small break. Uh, listen to a couple fine sponsors, and we're going to make that decision and announce who we have as the Rebel Radio Player of the Game, brought to you by thegrindonsports.com. So we'll be back in just a minute to have your Rebel Radio Player of the Game. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. And they can't stop, won't stop, and the Rebels did stop the William Blunt Governors. 49-7 was the final here for Maryville High School, and we have decided. We actually went deadlocked for a minute, and we thought about just just wrapping it up, but I think we flipped a coin. Siri, I think, made the decision possibly. Uh, we had two great candidates, but uh, who, who rose to the top? Parker McGill. You know, a guy that, that a year ago stepped in and really made the difference uh, when T. Hodge went down for with injury, uh, led the team in rushing for the entire season, and now he's in his senior season to really uh, n- announce his presence and make his own path, and he did so tonight with uh, 10 carries, 98 yards, three touchdowns, a 9.8-yard average, something that uh, that you dreamed to have and he did have here in week number one. So. So Parker McGill is your week one Rebel Radio Player of the Game. What will he get with said Rebel Radio Player of the Game? He'll get a Rebel Radio Player of the Game bottle, water bottle. He'll get a T-shirt, and he'll get a plaque that has tonight's stats and the final score of tonight's matchup that will deliver to him via Facebook Live, hopefully, 
Monday after practice. So we're excited to do that this year. And, again, this year's player of the game sponsorship, thegrindonsports.com. So, again, check that out. It's a local radio show that airs every morning, 6 to 7 a.m. And, again, you can check it out uh, at your leisure on, on Spotify or on SoundCloud and a lot of different ways and a lot of different methods to, to carry that out. But uh, it's been a great night. Uh, Maribel gets the victory and has a, uh, a successful start to what has been anything but predictable here in 2020. But as you look at it, 33-3 uh, and three was the record uh, between William Blunt and Maribel as we came into tonight. We exit tonight uh, with that getting a little bit more broad. So, uh, you know, Chris, Jude, do you have any final comments as we as we head to another open date and then come back to, to uh, see Cleveland here in a couple weeks? I think uh, for the Rebels, I mean, having that open week will be great. I mean, this defense did not have two stars, in my opinion, in Lou Birchfield and Thomas Fry out there. So I just think that defense is going to get even better with them two guys on the field. Please. Yeah, I, I just echo that. I think Merrill's going to be even better next uh, next week and then the week after that. I think they're going to win the bye week, you know, <laughs> and uh, and we'll see them in action against Cleveland. All right, well, from Jack Renfro Field, the Maryville Rebels have opened their 2020 season and defended their home field, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 1-0, and the governors of William Blunt fall to 0-1. Final score for Maryville High School, Maryville 49, William Blunt 7. I want to thank all that make this thing possible. Larry Hedrick, Athletic Director of Maryville High School, and the great administration at MHS. A special thanks to Laura back at the studio for keeping us on track, and thanks to all the great sponsors of Rebel Radio that we've ran through many times tonight. also want to thank Ken Main, the infamous Ken Main, for keeping us up to date on stats and, and keeping us on track each and every play of tonight's game. But for Jude Ellison, Carson Crouch, Chris Hips, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on your road home, take care, be safe, and, yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels. Let me start by saying thank you to the listeners of Blunt County's own Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, host of WKBL's early morning show, The Grind, if you like real talk about real sports and you kind of like hearing it from a familiar voice, give us a try. Catch us live each and every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. and each and every afternoon, 2 to 3 p.m. That's when it hits the radio dial. But if those times just don't work for you, check us out online thegrindonsports.com. Again, that's thegrindonsports.com. You can listen anytime on your time. Archive shows available 24-7, 365. Thanks again, and I hope you enjoy. But until then, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. WGAP 1400 AM Maryville and 105.9 FM Maryville, and WLOD 1140 AM Loudon, and 104.7 FM Loudon. Pure Country. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. 
Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire.